This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Do you think about the purpose of your life? I do. I think about it all the time. Who am I? Who I want to be? But I had to learn to ask these questions. Learn from many inspiring people, like the woman I spoke to the other day, Catholic author Melissa Overmeyer. She says, though God calls each of us in his own unique way, one thing we all have in common is that we were born to soar. She's got an incredible conversion story as well. Here's how it went. Author of the new book, Born to Soar, Unleashing God's Word in Your Life, Melissa Overmeyer. Hello, Melissa. Hello. How are you today? I'm just phenomenal. Uh, I see here you have an endorsement by Dan Burke. That's all I needed to see. Oh, wonderful. He's actually coming to my house tonight for dinner. Is he, he really? In town. Yes, I'm so excited. Well, you tell him I say hello. He's the founder of uh, Avila Institute for Spiritual Formation, spiritualdirection.com, as well as uh, he works uh, as the executive director of the National Catholic Register. Just has got has created some great work out there for prayer. And he has some high praise to say for your new book, Born to Soar. I love the title. You know, that is a God-given title. And the beautiful part about it is not only are we born to soar, but when you read the book, you'll see that the butterfly itself, um, and I believe that's why God gave me that image, it's just such a fantastic journey that this little migrating monarch goes through, and it so parallels our spiritual journey. And the beautiful part about this little butterfly is it was really never intended to fly, which means it would be trying to fly in its own strength. But it was born to soar. It's created like a glider to who actually soar on the winds or the breath of God, which is how we are intended to live our life, is really not in our own strength, but in the strength of God. And it's really just a, just an amazing parallel. You're all in on the Bible, aren't you? I'm all in. You're all in. I was born in. and raised a Southern, Southern Baptist by background and then a convert by choice. Well, wait, so, how'd that happen? Uh, yes. How'd that happen? Oh, my gosh. That's such a beautiful story. Um, a friend who converted to Catholicism actually came to me. I'd been teaching the Bible for 25 years, and she came to me and she said, um, well, actually, it was probably 20 years at that point. She said, I finally met somebody that loves Jesus more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> and those were fighting words for me. And I was like, really? And uh, so I went and I met him, and, I, and she was right. I knew the minute I met him that I was bested. And so through the course of conversation, he, I, I finally said, what is it about you? And he said, it's the Eucharist. Wow. And I knew in my heart, and you'll, you can read all about that in my first book called Metamorphosis of a Soul, mm-hmm. and it's about my spiritual journey and how God drew me to himself through the Catholic Church. And, uh, but anyway, it was through the Eucharist. The, you, it, and he introduced you to the Eucharist, so how long of a process then was it before you, you made the commitment? Well, it took a lot to shake, you know, some some hard, uh, hard, fast, um, probably erroneous teaching out of my head. What was um, it? I, I'm always interested in converts. What was their hangups? What was your hangup? Oh my goodness! Or let me let me <laughs> make that let me, <laughs> maybe, maybe let me make that plural. What were your hangups? 
Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, my hang-ups were, first and foremost, as a Baptist, and don't get me wrong, I love my Baptist upbringing. I love everything that I've been so far, and I've, God has used it in my life, right? Because yeah. your past prepares you for your present and your future. So I, I don't want to say anything, you know, disparaging. Um, but I was taught erroneously um, to be very wary that the I was taught that the Pope was really the Antichrist mm. and that the teachings in the Catholic Church were erroneous because they were off, you know, that they, they weren't about Christ, sure. that they were about an institution, and they honestly, that there was Marian worship, you mm. know, and all of these other things. And so it took a long time for me to actually accept the fact that it was the original Church, that, you know, the Catholics were responsible for actually writing the Bible, wow. <laughs> which was news to me, you know. And I would stay up and listen to paulwithcatholic.com. I mean, that thought never occurred to me, that, you know, the original founders of the Church were all part of the Catholic Church. Mm. So it just took a while. It was a it was a process of walking it out, and the Lord really releasing me into truth. So you can read about that in the first book. Yeah, I know. I I didn't think I was going to do an interview on the first book, but it sounds like I. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going there first. Well, I, I'm just always interested in people like you, Melissa, who who you know have a strong faith, and yet right. then will will make the jump or make the leap into another right. very strong faith. And it seems like uh, right. you know, and God, of course, He's always got a sense of humor in it. Uh, oh, he, he does. He uses the Bible there, what you were so close to, to convert you to Catholicism. Yes, he did. Which yes, I love. Yes, he did. I love. Yes, and he did. You have an interdenominational women's scripture study that you founded? I founded that. So that was actually before I became a Catholic, and that was one of the ways that this priest kind of got me to take a catechism class, is he said, well, wouldn't you like to know what half the women in your group believe? And I thought, well, that seems very logical. You know, for no other reason, I should at least study Catholicism, because I would like to know what another point of view was. And through it, I kept finding myself going, yes, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. So, um, and it's still going. And it's a lovely, lovely group of ladies. And then through that, I stepped back because I felt really called to go deeper into the Catholic faith and scriptures and to then speak to women, Catholic women, you know, in a, in a, in a Catholic voice. And so I, I started with a group called Walking with Purpose and was on the board with Lisa Frenick-Meyer through Walking with Purpose, which now has 10,000 women nationwide. That's and, amazing. In various countries. Yeah. So God has really used my teaching background and my love of the Bible in a wonderful way to his glory to do things that I never thought could happen. And um, so Lisa's doing an amazing job with that. And then I felt called in to write my own story and then to do do what I'm doing now, which is um, this, it's a six-week study. Most of the Walking with Purpose programs are a full year. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do a, a short one that's really, I call it crawling with purpose. It's really for women uh, that may not be ready to jump in to a full year program. So this is a six-week study on how to pray, read the Word of God, just bite, just little bites at a time every morning to reflect on it, to journal back to God, and it is a fascinating look at the life cycle of the monarch and how there are so many spiritual parallels. It's just really a beautiful study, um, and it's not—I don't say that because I— created it, I say that because God is so fascinating in the way he created this, this very unique creature. 
um, it's an anomaly in nature. And if you don't know the story of Danius plexippus, which is the northeastern migrating monarch butterfly, it takes three generations for it to go from Mexico up to Canada. But it, the fourth generation monarch, which is genetically identical to the three previous, I mean, the exact same butterfly, those butterflies live about four to six weeks. The fourth generation butterfly lives nine months and flies all the way back from Canada to Mexico by itself. Wow. And it can be blown off course as far as Bermuda and still make it back to the 60-mile radius to roost in the same trees as its prior generation, three generations before. And it can fly up to two miles high, which is higher than an eagle. And it can fly over 200 miles a day. And that's a little animal that lay, that weighs one forty-eighth of an ounce. <laughs> that's amazing. It's incredible. It is incredible. And when you read... And you can download the videos for free when you buy the book. You look at the very back page, and it'll give you the code to download the videos. You can do it as an individual. You can do it as a group. You can do it as a man. You can do it as a woman. It's very versatile, but it really is a beautiful look at details of God and his fingerprints all in nature and in our own soul, in our own life, and how he intends for us to soar just like this. Melissa Overmyers, my guest, we're talking about her new book, Born to Soar, Unleashing God's Word in Your Life. And, you know, I was talking to Dr. Peter Kreeft about this um, the other day, interviewing him about his new book on what Catholics and Protestants can learn from each other. And oh, the, lovely. the reason I really like... Uh, where you're going here, and I like your background as a Southern Baptist, is because you know you bring a special love and fire uh, to the Word of God that I think a lot of Catholics today need, because it can be, and it's interesting to me uh, in my work, and, and speaking with many Catholics, just how intimidated many can be from the Bible. And it, it, it can be daunting to you know have this book in front of you, and all of a sudden, where do I start? How do I read this? Right. All these other sorts of things. Right. What's your advice to them? Oh, well, first of all, buy my book. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> Yes, of course. Princess Why didn't Princess I think of that? Word. Why there did I is. not think of this? Um, <laughs> you know what? I would say it is the Holy Spirit that teaches us and draws us and stirs in us a desire. And I, I by God's grace, what, that was fostered in my life through my, my, my mother, who's a Bible teacher, and my grandfather, who's a Baptist preacher. But it is really the God himself who draws us to himself. So I would say, before you open your Bible, pray and just say, God, I'm seeking you. First of all, come and fill me and, and, and make this alive to me, because the Word of God is alive and sharper than a two-edged sword, and it, it, it is itself what teaches us, and that's why this book is so laden with Scripture. It's not the butterfly. It's not my words. It's the Word of God that is going to draw you to himself. So may he be glorified through that. And But what we do is we literally, we break it down into one little verse that you read every day, and we get you started with a little meditation, and then it's sort of a dot, 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 you finish the meditation, and the meditation in and of itself is a prayer. So you're already starting to do what we call Lexio Light instead mm -hmm. of Lexio Divina, because we're basically just pulling out one little scripture for you to sort of ruminate on and then starting your wheels turning, and then having you continue the process there. So it hopefully is sort of giving you this open door into this journey uh, upwards, you know, ascending to heaven. And so I would say start with prayer, asking God to create a hunger and a desire, and then for Him to 
himself then be the fulfillment of all desire in your heart through that, and then he will speak to you, because the Bible is God's love letter to us. It is not meant to intimidate. It is meant to elucidate. And so we really hope and pray that through this book that that is just a tiny little simple book, when I was writing, God kept saying, short and simple, short and simple, mm. anybody can do it. And so I pray that that will be part of its charm, part of its draw. It's really, it's it's something you can stick in your purse or your, you know, your little, even your iPad uh, <laughs> uh, pack, you know, yeah. that you can just stick it in there. And it'll be something that will really help to foster a habit. And that's one of the um, chapters in the book is really about how do you foster good habits. And um, because, as we know, practice makes perfect, so to speak, and perfection in the eyes of God is really maturity. And so I'm praying that just like the butterfly that goes from egg to mature state, which is imago, which is even the scientific language of the butterfly. You won't believe this. A male butterfly actually has stigmato. Can you imagine mm. that? The the little spots on its hind wings are called stigmata. Wow. And um, these little dark scent patches. And when it becomes its full intended state, which is the mature state of the butterfly, it's called imago. It's what it is intended to look like, what it's intended to be when it was designed and created. Just like us, we are imago day, made in the image of God. And hopefully, as we walk and mature in that process, we will become what God intended for us to be, which is, you know, perfect, complete, lacking in nothing, which is a mature Christian. And um, so hopefully this book will help to foster that and and bring you along on your journey. Born to Soar, Unleashing God's Word in Your Life. Melissa Overmeyer, that's a scripture and prayer journal. I hope you take it in your own lives, friends. You can go to shop.franciscanmedia.org and find it there, or uh, you can go to Divine Treasures, of course, and if they don't have it, they will order it for you as well. Melissa, you're a great guest. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. God bless you, and may you soar today with Jesus. I appreciate that. So there you have it, friends. How would your life change if you read the Bible for five or ten minutes a day? When we unleash the power of God's Word in our lives, I think everything changes. Big thanks to Melissa for her great, great work. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on your Facebook and Twitter, reminding and inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Linetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.